You are listening to If We Were Writing, a feisty triathlon-ish podcast. I'm Kelly O'Mara, and together with Sarah True, we head up a weekly group ride where we dish on all triathlon news and everything else-ish we want to talk about. We're joined regularly by Khadija Diggs and Jocelyn Wong-Neal, and Laura Sidal does her Sid Talk segment updating you on everything you need to know from the weekend. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If We Were Writing is a production of Live Feisty Media. Join us on our group ride. Yeah. All right, so I asked you all what you've been doing, uh, and Sarah said she went to the dentist, and Jocelyn let me know yesterday was Halloween. So we are leading exciting lives over here. Listen, in my defense, I love going to the dentist. What? Um, hmm. Yeah. Especially, so I always, post-season, it's like one of the things I kind of look forward to because I've spent months just eating sugar and all like these nasty things. And just, it feels so like refreshing and invigorating to get my teeth clean to be like, okay, I'm good. I'm good right now. Yeah. Are they chipping off like huge blocks of plaque that you yeah. can feel? Yeah. And you like it. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> I don't like the actual process. I like afterwards like, oh. I'm all good. I'm all good. Yeah. Wow. So this really was a big week for you. You know, that's kind of the highlight of my day. Not going to lie. Did you guys, uh, I mean, you all have kids, right? Did you all dress them up in, I feel like half the reason people seem to have kids is to dress them up for Halloween. Did you all do Mm -hmm. like coordinated costumes? Okay. So in the past we did, we did a family costume, I think like the last couple of years and then this year she was so excited about her Minnie Mouse costume and then with like weeks to go I show up at daycare pickup and the teacher's like oh yeah she's been telling us she's gonna be Moana and I was like uh-oh <laughs> like when were you gonna tell us that you wanted to be Moana but then she ended up wanting to be a witch makes sense and also Elsa and so there were multiple Halloween themed events throughout the month where she had different costumes this is very um what's the word i'm looking for involved this is like it's... high touch halloweening yeah yeah and i was told that this is like normal to like expect them to change their mind at the last minute this is why you decide for them right changing just... their mind but not changing their clothes three times yeah. in one day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's when they become more self-aware and they start refusing to wear certain things we had um like i think that well i don't know we have a lot of like 14 year olds kind of in our neighborhood our new neighborhood and so these two girls show up at our door just like in like white fairy type costumes. And I'm like, okay, whatever, right? They take candy. And then we like walked onto the barbecue place to get barbecue. And there's like more girls in like white fairy. And I thought they were the same girls. But then it turns out like all of the 14 year old girls dressed in these like white fairy tutu and Converse sneakers. And so apparently there was a memo. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. I thought maybe it was a group costume. It was just like, but they weren't like together, right? They were just like multiple groups of 14 year olds <laughs> wandering the neighborhood in the it's same like a Beta breaker centipede. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they have to be careful because I read that there are towns that are now banning teenagers from trick or treating. Yeah, see, but that feels really mean. Like, I was like, I did see some older kids who were definitely like, like very intense, expensive e bikes that look kind of like motorcycles are a thing around here. And so, like, the 15 year olds obviously like ride them in packs and all that. So I could see how some cranky old adults would feel, but it feels like just let them do what they're going to do. It's fine. Yeah. Well, if you bother to wear a costume, then it's fine. And if you don't wear a costume and you come to my door, I'm still going to, okay. To be fair, we got zero 
zero oh, wow. so it's easy for me to like candy for everyone <laughs> <laughs> large bags for everyone who shows up well we don't in atlanta they have events like they had something at uh there's a couple of parks near my house and the county sponsors these events so most of the kids go to those and my daughter had a, um she had a flag football game anyway of course she did because yeah, she's gonna be in the olympics uh-huh 2028 <laughs> that's why i'm not saying anything about it because if i say that she should that will mm-hmm. clearly be something that she won't want to do so i'm gonna leave that <laughs> it away. has to be her idea exactly mm-hmm. okay right. yeah but there were no sports themed costumes i feel like this is what i was going for guys i was like did you have like a really cool really intelligent super clever I mean, I feel like there was a lot of Taylor Swift with Travis mm. Kelsey. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, I can see that. That's sports adjacent, right? <laughs> Mine was not sports themed. Um, we we were from the where the wild things are. Mm. Uh, I made a little Max costume, and I was one of the monsters. You know, it's adorable. Standard. He had no he had no option. Yeah. I decided for him. That's going to be the way it's going to be for the next twelve years makes sense maybe you just you just have a more like compliant (laughs) child than i do mine is very opinionated (laughs) oh man all right so today uh we'll move on from dennis and halloween we're going to talk about fastest age grouper in the world what does that even mean the whole utmb trail running controversy because we got to do our weekly jocelyn explains controversies to sarah segment and then everyone's going to tell me how i get through this like five hours in the freezing rain this weekend after this break. All right, you guys, I am doing a lot of like off season content for Feisty and for like other outlets. And so I've been doing a lot of like what you should do this winter. And I want to know if you guys are doing anything like, are you planning your season? Are you evaluating your goals? Are you like getting out in the snow? You know, no big wild winter plans. I treat myself, but that's it. You treat yourself? You treat yourself. What does that mean? So I do something in my workout space like last year I painted, I don't know what I'm gonna do this year. So I treat myself to make sure that my space is comfortable and enjoyable and your pain. Cave. I have one more race to go. Yeah. I don't call it a pain cave. I call it my dream cave. Oh so, yeah. But it's, you know, I do something to make it more to my liking every year. I treat myself to, to one thing. That's how I feel about the dentist. I was treating myself. <laughs> I said we were moving on from the dentist, Sarah. <laughs> Khadija, I thought you said you hung up Iron Man flags so that you wouldn't have to paint. Yeah, I do. I changed the color of my room. And then everywhere where I messed up, I just hung a flag. Okay. Over it. Um, you know, okay. I still, you know, I have to take pictures. I'm going to take pictures and I'm going to send you the pictures. But they, and then the one flag, one Maryland, Iron Man Maryland, the year I did it, they didn't have flags. So I hung the shirt up in place of that flag. <laughs> so this year, is your what a thing going to be new posters and decorations for the walls? Um, I think I'm going to finish the base molding because I got 90% done and then I just said, screw it. I just forgot about the bottom part. <laughs> Yeah. or do you ever upgrade your equipment like now wahoo has that the one that moves yeah i'm not mm. trying to do all that i'm yeah. good with what yeah. i have 
um yeah like one year i bought a, a new treadmill because i basically run the motor out of one of them um yeah <laughs> um and i have a i have a pretty nice weight set um, one year i had um i had some ankle not ankle issues but some uh yeah the thing was my ankle my achilles so i got a um an elliptical because i couldn't run as much so i used the elliptical i treated myself to that yeah but yeah usually i sit on my ass all winter and then some but this year i am like training for nice so i'm eating more croissants <laughs> is what i have started doing that beet juice croissants yeah i did run at your cartoon croissant t-shirt idea by feisty's uh art like graphic design artistic director uh -huh. um and she said she could make that she she i can see that yes yeah, and it'll have like nq24 like uh -huh. as a total mockery of the tracksmith shirt solid yeah no i haven't run that part by her yet so. oh okay okay you are focused because <laughs> this is I the exclusive if you qualify for nice shirt all i know is i totally would be psyched to wear a t-shirt with a running croissant on it mm -hmm. yeah sign oh. me up for one absolutely okay. these are our winter plans we are uh redoing our dream caves uh making t-shirts uh i, mean, I already went to the dentist so i'm done you already went to the dentist yeah <laughs> I mean, we had this great stuff guys this is the exact same as evaluating your season i mean i'll probably do some nordic skiing once we have snow um i i hate this time of year because like i'll take a couple weeks totally off no exercise i just my mood really changes mm -hmm. as you can tell like i'm low energy right now <laughs> i'm not feeling my best self it's just meh i'm in the doldrums and like i need i need a little exercise to to regulate a bit so i'm looking forward to moving again yeah but have you done nothing then since kona a few little runs that's it yep i think you the do. days getting shorter really affects that's me. what i hate yeah. i this yeah. and it, it's because I remember growing up I mean it was like three o'clock I'm getting off the train from school and it's already dark I'm like it's the double whammy for me yeah 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 are you gonna do the thing then like you know people do like two or three weeks off and then they'll do like two or three weeks of just like whatever they feel like doing that's that what I thing. do I do yeah, a couple yeah. of weeks of, I don't stop because I'll lose my mind if I don't if I do nothing so I say an hour a day of whatever i want to do absolutely no structure i did actually join the y again so i have access to the pool more which has been kind of one of my excuses to not swim for a while i'm a i'm, I'm budget trimming and so i have moved from my nice ass pool to the y which okay. i'm like oh god this is terrible but that's my <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it work guys it's gonna be great <laughs> it's like half the cost so i can't mm. i know i can like argue with old men for 80 dollars a month it's fine <laughs> yeah, the water the water in that pool is pretty warm yeah the why so, is like tough to get yeah actual workouts in but you know what uh i learned when training in asia from like my japanese teammates they have these mesh swim caps so I found them on Amazon and that's what I wear when I have to swim. They're mesh. Actually, like 
A lot of people on Amazon buy these mesh swim caps to turn them into wigs because I was reading all the reviews. This is very random. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's my tip for swimming in a hot pool is the mesh swim caps. All right. I got nothing else that sounds I will I will get on Amazon and buy one of those. How do you make it into a wig? I don't no, know. You, put, you would put pieces of hair through the little holes. They're using it as like a net. Yeah. You weave the hair through the mesh swim cap, yeah. and that's what then holds it onto your head. With They're your using fake it like hair. A, oh, Sarah, you have truly yeah. never been to Atlanta, have you? Oh, I have. You need a whole education I on do. fake hair, fake eyebrows, fake nails, the whole nine. No, but but I'm just I'm just imagining a swim cap. No, and but it's like. Not like super close to your scalp. So no, like, it's tight. what I'm imagining does not look good in my <laughs> head. Like real wigs look good, and this does not look good in my head. <laughs> no, it's super tight on your head. Oh, it is super tight on your head. Okay. But and they run small too. So I think okay. I really needed an extra large and I got a large and it's like too tight. But okay. You know I two things are it? true. One, okay. I have no idea how you make a swim cap into a wig. And I also need to go to Atlanta to get an education on yes. yes. <laughs> we need we need to get Sarah a lace front. That's what we're gonna oh, do. Yeah. <laughs> oh we're getting yes. Sarah a lace front wig. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're gonna take it to down, go. down Atlanta to get your eyebrows done the whole nine. That's what I'm doing in the off season. There you go. Uh, there you yeah. go. <laughs> Problem solved. We now have off season plans. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we get to that, we are going to talk about the last race of the year. Uh, we have a Sid Talks, and she's going to give us a little preview of the last race of the year, and then we'll come back to talk about the fastest age grouper in the world. All right, Sid, season's not over yet, even though it feels like it should be. I know. I think everyone's in that bit of, like, fatigue. Well, I'm just, I have no day, time. No, you see, I can't even speak. <laughs> I need more coffee or a beer. Um, I'm not even sure what day it is. I've just got back to Boulder from Kona and Europe. Um, but I think everyone's in a bit like, it feels like it's over because we've had Kona, but then there's like a big race. There's Florida this coming up this weekend. There was Portugal. There's Noosa Try. There's like still those. Um, event. I've got an event in December. So I'm like, yeah, prepping for that. So yeah, we're still just dragging on there forever. It feels like it's just... It's been such a packed season is why it feels like it's just going on forever. But there is Ironman in Florida this weekend. No, I think with like the the big races that we've had this year and the qualifying for Olympics and then the world champs in started in September and it's still ongoing. It's been, yeah, it's been a long haul. The world champs started like a year ago. They never ended. True. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, but there's one, or not one big race, but there's a big race this weekend, Ironman Florida. And um, it always has like a big start list, kind of same way like, Cozumel does or Arizona does because of being after everything like people who had bad days in Kona but it also has a big start list this year because a lot of people who were going to do Israel obviously transferred over yes yes and I don't think they necessarily bumped up I think they then split the squat squats I can't you see it can't speak split the slots mm. the qualifying slots between like Florida maybe Cozumel another another race maybe Be, so so with the number of people that have come across from Israel but it sort of hasn't been reflected maybe in a, a huge increase in they stuff. also moved some of those last to Portugal because some people yeah. also went and did Portugal last weekend um instead of Israel 
yeah. yeah, Florida has, I mean, it's not like, obviously it has the whole thing where there's like 94 athletes on the start list or something like that. But of course, like a bunch of them won't start. It is what it yeah. is. There are a few big names. I mean, we have like Magnus Ditlev, Rudy Von Berg. Uh, those are big names. Yep. Dennis Chevro. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Marquot. Dr. Matt, as my mom says. Yeah. Other, yeah. And another, a Professor Matt as well, Matt Hansen. Mm-hmm. Mm, there you go. Camworth is down. So yeah, there's a few That's exciting amazing. names on the on the men's side. And then, I mean, women's side. So you told me, because you never know who's actually starting these late season races because people pull yep. themselves off. But you say it said Sky Munch, Jocelyn McCauley, Alice Albert. They're all starting for sure. I, I don't know about Alice. I'm assuming so because she didn't race Kona and she said that she wants to get more experience racing. I know that Sky is. I've seen that on her socials. I'm pretty sure they put Iron Man. Mind you, that doesn't necessarily mean they're racing. Jocelyn was included in an Iron Man promo, I think I saw. Well, Jocelyn um, supposedly has shingles like two days before Kona. So I don't know. Not supposedly. She like told me extensively about this. Um, so I don't know if she like needed to recover from shingles. Still came tenth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lauren Brandon's definitely doing Florida. Lauren is definitely doing Florida. So is India Lee. So India Lee hasn't didn't race Kona, but was out there as if she was race. She was training partner with uh Ruth Astle and I think and Kat Matthews for or mainly Ruth uh, for the lead up to Kona. And she has done a fall before because she did Israel last year. Oh, really? I thought oh, I thought this was her debut, but no, she- oh yeah, she did say she thought she just like kept it too under control in her yeah. debut. So now yeah. she's ready to like push it. Unleash. And I think, you know, her training with Ruth and Kat a lot and then being out in Kona. And I think she's, I just think she's a super exciting athlete to kind of excited to see her, how she goes. It does feel a bit like it's her debut, even though she did do. Yeah. Uh... She also, um, for Ruth's YouTube in Kona, they were quizzing people and they asked me, because they were quizzing Americans, right? How many, how tall is Ruth in millimeters? Oh. <laughs> and I, I, and I couldn't one. remember though, if millimeters <laughs> is a hundred, like how many millimeters are in a meter? A hundred or a thousand? That was where I got stuck. <laughs> a thousand millimeters in a minute. Who told, I heard this and it wasn't from you as well, because I heard then some of the answers that people everybody. were coming out with. And I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, no, mine, my, I was pretty on. I was just like, it's either 150 or 1500. I yeah, I was going to say that's pretty close. I would yeah. say it was 1500. I reckon she, yeah, about that. And then I think I said like, compared to the size of her calf, how much, how, how <laughs> tall is Ruth compared to her calves? Because she's got, these are the amazing impressive calves i love important them. triathlon conversation exactly so, exactly yeah. so yeah um so yeah i think that's a super exciting kind of to see how sky and mm-hmm. jocelyn and india and jenalette jenanette i think well she's down um as well um and then you also just don't know from those race those athletes that haven't raced didn't race kona um what they can bring to the table as well Oh, Rachel Zelinkas Rachel Zelinkas is She'll on the start list as well. Like first out of the water, probably. I mean, I remember doing races late in the season, kind of after everyone else's year was over. Uh, like yeah. thinking, like, oh, I'll aim my whole year that way. I'll structure it and I'll be fresh when everyone else is tired. And somehow you're still just kind of like, no, I would rather be drinking right now. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. Yeah, drinking now. That's a good, good uh, a segue because the other big race this weekend is the Noosa Triathlon Festival. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which is kind of like I think it's forty years. It is the celebration, year, and it's yep. it's a whole week long festival. I think it's one of the largest in the definitely is, in the yeah. southern hemisphere, probably in the world. 
so many events of like kids runs, ocean swims, then the Olympic distance triathlon takes place um, and it's a non-drafting. It will be, what did we say? This is Ashley Gentle going for her. If Ashley Gentle, I just thought that she wins this year and it'll be her 10th title. She'll have won a quarter of the times that that race has existed. <laughs> That's mental. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. But I think interesting enough, um, so it always gets a few of those you know, the Aussie based athletes there and it's Olympic distance non-drafting. Uh, I saw that Amelia Watkinson is going, but then she's been sick as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sarah Crowley might be there. Don't know if she's racing. She's certainly doing like promotion, like sponsor stuff. Fenella language is there. So that's there. kind of mm. interesting. I don't after think she got engaged. After she got engaged. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we had two. So out of going back to Kona, two wedding proposals out of the pro uh... women. Yeah. So um Alex was Alex had the finish line on one. the finish line. Yes. And then obviously I think Fenella was a couple of days later or the day later. I will tell you, I heard because some okay, I heard that a guy was going to propose to one of the pro women earlier in the week because he had like come into the media room. I didn't know it was Alex. So someone had just told me this and I was like, okay, that okay. And then I only found out later who it was that I was like, oh. Well, oh, I don't think funny. I would be able to keep that secret. So Yeah, it's a good job you didn't find out. Um I mean, I think Ashley would still win out of that. I haven't seen what short course athletes are racing on the start list. If there's any you have BIT to US, Ash can win. yeah. I, I mean, I think Fenella and Amelia might give a good fight, but if you look at what Ash has been doing over the PTO distance and this is her thing, it's She's her race. It. She yeah. kind of just dictates it. But maybe over the, actually, I mean, over the shortest distance might be interesting. Like she's only got she's got the forty k to if Fenella has a great swim, Fenella you know over forty k maybe she'll be ahead of Ash off the bike but Ash knows this race by the yeah back you got to assume she's yeah. got it um, yeah which brings us to who and has the men's, been your... sorry, men's side Hayden Wilde is there which oh is he oh, okay from the men's yeah oh yeah I was like I'm less I'm more interested in I'm Ashley annoyed, winning her tenth one um, <laughs> yeah uh but that brings us to who has been your most impressive post Kona result so far post Kona yeah like since Kona oh. there's been quite a few races here Who's me like, winning Sagrail you were winning Sagrail that's been your most <laughs> impressive okay. having having two beers at the top no because that's I, that I got into too much shit for for winning I say in quotation marks <laughs> um I mean there's not been a huge number of races and I'm not really no. winning it but I think you know we did have Ironman Portugal yep. which was a lot of athletes on debut and some pretty fast times so Marjolaine um yeah okay i i will say her marjolaine's win because she runs a marathon with her hair loose yes that was crazy like how the fuck how is, is that, that not just a massive knot mm-hmm. at the end and i know it, this is conversation that you wouldn't have this on the men's side of things no well, it's they only don't because they don't, they don't have well actually some of them here. do but i'm just like how do you do that like it would just be a mess yeah anyway uh yeah i, I thought hers was impressive because she hadn't done she did win she did win long course worlds um but she hadn't done a full distance so yeah i think she's got a pretty pretty impressive um what's the word interesting future good future bright future bright future obviously we talked about gwen last week and her world cup win which obviously sets her up well for the final qualifying auto qualifying race for the u.s in the spring um, the other Ironman performance everyone's talking about is the age group world record that got set at California. Oh, yes. And as a, since I was considering doing Ironman California before my concussion this year, uh, yeah, so it's a downriver swim. And Dan yeah. Plews, who's like a big coach, swam 36 minutes. Yep. 
And for comparison, like friend of mine, so it's around 40 minutes. Like it's quite fast. <laughs> it's pretty fast. That pretty is really, fast. isn't it? Like, yeah. so, so at which point can you consider that in the record? Like we go back to like this fair. whole conversation yeah. of like, it was, what was it? Cosmel a few mm-hmm. years ago with the, with Gust- no Christian Gustav, one of the two and Christian. Yeah. Then Texas with the bike course know, from a few years, like, I mean, it is all arbitrary on what we call records or not. But it yeah, is. that was, it was, did seem pretty. I think it's also super arbitrary to have age group records in all fairness, unless you're like, I think it's totally mm. fair to have like age group, like old ages and young ages, like mm. fastest over 50, like fastest masters marathon. Yeah. Absolutely. But the fastest, like 30 year old marathon is just the fastest, right? Like the fastest at like under the masters is just, you know what I mean? Like runners yeah. don't have like another category for, the fastest 28 year old who isn't a pro like that's not a thing yeah. <laughs> right like that's not a thing he's kind of a uh, I mean I like Dan Plews a lot oh, I like he he coaches Chelsea and, and, like, Javier. You know, her, and Javier and her Chelsea's performance last year at, at Kona was obviously very similar to Dan's previous performances mm-hmm. he knows the formula um and but he is you know he has that opportunity to train a lot as well he's training with them so i mean but he's an impressive athlete as well yeah i mean he's a good athlete, he's a good but the he's whole a good notion guy, of like yeah. age group records is sort of arbitrary yeah. arbitrary yes. so yeah that'll be my new goal that'll be my new i'm gonna go do a down river fastest 39 year old who isn't racing pro pro plus yeah plus down river plus, yeah. plus tailwind plus exactly that's yeah. my goal for next year so. yeah you know, uh the other uh slight tangent because we did, we're going to finish this and make this short race ranger is being used at ironman florida which oh, i and florida oh okay. yes i knew they had also, done it at ironman new zealand i knew that yeah no so challenge roth announced it for next year but then it, i saw a post saying race ranger is for ironman florida which is really interesting because ironman said that they weren't going to use it for about four years ironman told me they were willing to test it i mean they tested it at new zealand they just don't I mean, and I get this, like, and Dylan will also tell you, like, the technology is still being piloted, right? So Iron Man doesn't want to, like, commit to, we're going to... But I think you just put it in races and test it. That's sure. that's all people that's, like, want. That's, fine, right? Yeah. So anyway, gonna... it was so... interesting because yes. they said the same. They were like, oh, it needs more testing, which is fine. That's a fair fine. point. Sure. But then, like, come back and say, anyway, it's all good. Good for the sport. Good for them. <laughs> good for them. Good for athletes. More racing. More racing. Not over yet. Halloween. All which right. America just scares the shit out of me because everyone, mind you, actually, I've noticed like people in the UK are going pretty full on with Halloween costumes now as well. I read something today about people spent like 600 million on pet costumes this year or something oh, like that. Pet costumes, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. I have to go put my cat's pet costume on and hand out candy. So, <laughs> so we'll call it for right now. I'm, I'm in an apartment block. No one's going to be, uh, no one's going to be coming up to, to my apartment. I'm just going to eat all the candy myself. Yeah. All right, anyway. well, we'll talk next week and see how that went for you. So Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Kelly. Bye-bye. All right, so I have to look up his time, but the fact there was a world age group world record set at Ironman, California. And I want to say it was like 758, 56 or something like that. Because in all fairness, okay, so like he swam 36 minutes. It's a down river swim in California. Yeah. Uh, and it was set by Dan Plews, who is like Chelsea Sedaro's coach, Javier Gomez's coach. He used to race like elite, but he like had a kid and stop. So the point here is obviously he has resources, time, and a built like talent. So how do we feel about having an age group world record?
It's kind of BS. I mean, that's a lot of age groupers. I mean, they're all age groupers aren't created equal. And, and it's as simple as that. I mean, just because he has the time doesn't negate that he's an age grouper. There's no, age groupers it doesn't. who can afford better bikes, coaching, they don't work or they work part time. They have more time. They have more resources. But it's like, where do you draw the line? Because any one of the pros that can go faster than that could like not have stepped up and gotten their pro card. That's what I have an issue with, right? Is it's like, I don't care. Like be whoever you want to be, do whatever you want to do on your pros. But having a world record for like, and he's like 40 years, right? So he's not like, like I, it's like, like the fastest 50 year old in the world is the fastest 50 year old. It's not like we're like, oh, the fastest 50 year old who has a job, you know what I mean? Like you don't like caveat it. It's like Des Linden set the master's American record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the master's American record. It's yes. not like, it's not like the master's American record mm-hmm. of people who have kids, right? Like, it's not like, like there is no, you don't like right. these other And there are, there's pros that have jobs and kids and go exactly. to grad school. We have one on our podcast, <laughs> right? Here. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, so I, I have, I have the world record for black women who live on my street. Exactly. How many uh, triathletes are on your street? That sounds like that sounds like Sarah was gonna say I something. Can all. <laughs> <laughs> well, so why can't you just have the world record for your street? Which is yeah, sure. Even more impressive. Sure. Exactly. I mean, that's fine. Right? Like, I don't care if you want to be the local legend of Strava, you know, but I just find, I find like the actual, like, when people get really obsessed about it, particularly (laughs) weird. Yeah. So I guess, I guess I have a hard time with uh, the fixation on time for Ironman. Well, sure. That too. Yeah. Because just courses and conditions are so variable. And I, I get it. There's something that's Mm -hmm. like very, rewarding about going like sub 12 or whatever you have set these benchmarks for yourself um but it's just it's not like you know the track or a pool where right. it's very standardized and especially for how long it is i don't know so part of me is like whether we're talking about you know age group or or pro just the idea of time for mm-hmm. iron man i think we're a little too fixated on it in general Okay, so that's the part that you think is weird. I think the age weird. part is weird. <laughs> I have no opinion about the, you know, okay. age yeah. group part. The age like, group pro line. I have lots of opinions. Yeah, Jocelyn, give it. Tell us your opinion. Okay, so not going to name names, but in no, Kona name this names year, by all means. Okay. I mean, I'll say a few things and you'll know who I'm talking about. Yeah, but in, okay, but uh, before you name names, in Kona is the place for professional age groupers like that is what kona is true like, let's be, there's not like one person who's guilty of true. this true the construct right? true so. okay my issue is that this one person who may or may not be in my age group supposedly got the masters win overall what masters what the overall are you i'm 40 to 44 so, so is masters in triathlon at 40 or is it 45? I guess we don't really have masters, do we? We don't have masters. So there Maybe have been should. some local races where there's a master's podium and it is 40 plus. But here's my here's my thing. If you're gonna call someone and it wasn't an official thing, it was like a photographer called her this. Yeah, I think it's a made-up thing. Yeah. It's a totally it, it there's no such thing as the overall masters winner at Iron Man because <laughs> 
you know who would have won overall masters uh and a hog yeah i was gonna say <laughs> that second place oh, overall. Wow. Oh, she's four she's 40 she's 40, she's 40 yeah Amazing. you know who else is in their wow. 40s that was faster than this overall masters winner was our very own sarah true michelle <laughs> vesterby our very own laura sedal right all in their 40s so you can't say that this person was the overall Masters winner at Coda. I need to go back to Annie Haug running people down know, like, like that at second. 40. Wait a second. Oh, wow. That's heat. That's yeah. straight heat. Wow. This is why, like, I feel like there should be, and obviously triathlon's not going to like change their entire categorization structure because I think so, but I feel like there should be Masters, Seniors, Super Seniors, Veterans, Junior, sure. But then that like, like the open race, like it's just the open race. Like if you're the best 28-year-old then you're the best 28 year old. And though you're probably like, you know, like when I go to a marathon and I like am in the th- my thirties, I get beat by like all the pros like that's, but I don't like, I'm not like, Oh, well, I'm a terrible person. I like, it's like personal self says like, I feel like we're too hung up on the eight, like the 30. Like, I just don't even think the age group should be a thing in the like main age groups. I think it should just be either race pro or race regular. Like, you know, like I just, whatever. I'm not saying that well. I've said it a lot better other times, but you understand what you <laughs> Secretly. I know you're not going to pretend I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh-huh, Kelly. I know exactly. I basically don't think there should be be like age group world champions for the open ages, like the 20 to 40. Yeah, it ages. should just be by age group. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. And, you know, whatever the age group grouping is, five years, 10 years or, or whatever. Because basically you're saying you're the best of the athletes who could race pro but chose not to. And often that's because they're getting a lot of attention or sponsorships or, I mean, they may have all their other own reasons too. It's because they don't want to put their big girl panties on. Sometimes it's because of that. Like there's all like, but the system disincentivizes them from stepping up and coming in like fourth from last in the pro field, right? Like, and so then it just sort of like, it's kind of shitty. And now I've said this and obviously like I am now racing age group because I haven't raced pro in like years it's okay i'm in the same boat as you (laughs) (laughs) i also saw some people basically complaining about like former pros beating them who are like 56 right and i'm like dude if you're 56 like what the fuck do you want them to do like they're not gonna race in the pro field at like 56 like i mean we can't all be melanie mcquade but we can aspire to be right so yeah so if mckaylee jones beats you i feel like you should just be that's cool i lost to like an olympic medalist and not like be like hostile about it yeah but she's amazing and she's so nice yeah so those are my feelings jocelyn do you have any more feelings i feel like you had more feelings (sighs) on this (laughs) it's mostly it's mostly the same rants the 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 people that don't step up but should right how can a down river swim though count as a record i mean that that happened literally you could just go streamline and do that thing under an hour yeah everyone did it under an hour yeah Yeah. everybody yeah Yeah, it shouldn't count they and to sarah's point they really add like i saw a registration opening because it's like our local one and they're like personal best to like sign up for next year and you're like oh okay That makes me like so mad because I like worked so hard to try to break an hour in the swim and I like got to 102 and that was my closest. And I have a good friend who's like a slower swimmer than me, had a panic attack, had a bad swim, still went under an hour there. 
Steve and I went to Ironman Louisville one year and it was non-wetsuit for the pros and wetsuit for him. And he, I think I swam like 59 flat and he swam like 58, 40. So he, to this day goes as the faster swimmer in the family. (laughs) 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 And he's not at all just to be, I just feel like people need to know that. Yeah. So. All right, we're going to take another ad break, and then Jocelyn's going to explain the UTMB Ironman trail running whistler controversy. All right, Alyssa, I'm, like, starting to swim more again, and I feel like you were swimming a lot last year with oh, with one water. And how did you keep your hair from getting so destroyed? I was swimming so much last year, and I used to try hard, Kelly, and I still swear by it. They have extensively researched this problem and created a superior vegan, dermatologically tested proprietary blend. TryHard has shampoo, conditioner, body wash, and more stuff. Everything you're gonna need for your pre and post swim necessities. I've also seen that top pros like Chelsea Sodaro and Lucy Charles Barkley also praise the effectiveness of TryHard. I think it's like definitely changed how good I feel just coming out of chlorine. And we have a code right now, too, for anyone who wants to try, you know, try, try hard and stop suffering from dry, itchy skin, having their hair get all, you know, green, which happens to me because mine's like super blonde and get all beat up. You can try any of the try hard products with the code 20 feisty. That's two zero feisty for 20 percent off store wide at tryhard.co. So that's 20 feisty for 20 percent off at tryhard.co. Chasing Epic is the essence of the Orca brand. It's about seeking moments in life that make us feel truly alive and connected to the beauty of the world around us. And let's be honest, with a lot of swim, bike, and run, we get to see a lot of beauty. Orca's been a longtime partner in Feisty, and we work with them year after year because we love their products and their commitment to creating amazing wetsuits made for women. I absolutely love my Orca wetsuit. Apex is number one, but there's a range of triathlon wetsuits. You can choose between flexibility, buoyancy, or a combination of both. Really, there's a wetsuit for every triathlete and for all of your epic adventures. As a feisty listener, you can get 15% off with the code IRONWOMEN15 at orca.com. Get out there and chase some epic, friends. I'm personally very excited to have Precision Fuel and Hydration signing on as a new Feisty Tri sponsor, precisely because of their commitment to education and to making sure that all the women lining up for triathlons this year have all the information you need to fuel your races. Like, did you know women often underfuel and more typically complain about gel consistency, which I know I personally like really love the light and easy to get down precision gels, which still have 30 grams of carbohydrates. But the most important thing is to test all of this yourself. And that's why you can use Precision Sweat Testing Spreadsheet to do your own testing and to calculate your own sweat loss. And look, like I know that can sound intimidating. I also was, uh, but it's really super manageable. When you enter your numbers into their formula, it spits out how much sweat you lose, how much sodium, and then you can calculate and figure out what works for you. And then you can book your totally free consultation with their sports scientists who will walk you through your own race plan. You can find all of this information and a ton more on female fueling, hydration, things to know in the Precision Fuel and Hydration Knowledge Hub on their website. 
And you can test out their gels, drink mixes, electrolyte pills, and their specially formulated flow gel, which is made just for how people fuel in long course triathlon. Get 15% off your first order with the code FTP15. That's FTP, the number 15, like feisty triathlon pods or like functional threshold power. FTP15 at pfandh.com. Take it away. Okay, Sarah. So this is for Sarah. Yeah. Sarah. It's for Sarah. <laughs> uh, so, I'm not the only one I would like to point out of the four of us who doesn't know what this controversy is. And Khadija. I don't. I don't Thank either. you. Sarah and Khadija. Are you I familiar? just feel like I should hum like um soap opera music behind it though. I'm really <laughs> <laughs> have care Carrie add something. <laughs> yeah. So are you familiar with how Iron Man has this reputation of like <laughs> hosting like a competing event in a local area like the same time as an established smaller local event and then everyone goes to the Ironman event and then the other local race dies yes what so apparently this is happening like in the trail running world in Whistler Canada I guess there um, there was a very like this great local race that everybody loved. And then last was it last year they couldn't get permits. So it didn't happen this year because Vail Resorts took over the ski resort where it was. And, you know, Vail is like a big company. They just whatever were difficult to work with. Yeah. So now uh, Ironman, which has bought part of UTMB. Yeah. Is... I, just, uh, I would like to legally say they do not own UTMB. Every time I write that, like somebody wants they to. They have uh, like. A share of share stake. Yeah. Yeah. So they're now putting a race on like around that same weekend in the same area. And it's very, as the kids say, sus. So So this was announced on Friday to her point or Thursday, Thursday. Like Iron Man was like, welcome to our new race or not Iron Man. Sorry. UTMB which is like partnered with Ironman now, UTMB announced this and the trail running community like lost it. They went crazy. Really? So it's not that this event has happened and it killed off the other event. It's just the pure announcement was enough. It was the optics. I think like, like, because then I saw a lot of like paranoid conspiracy that was like Ironman, like, colluded with veil to drive out like to prevent that race and now they're coming in and stealing it which like i don't actually think that happened right because that would like i don't know how that would happen right like i don't know how like the steps there you know what I'm so saying? they think they're like in cahoots right which like i don't think that happened i think what happened is like a big company took over a ski resort was hard to work with another company then came in with more money and resources and was like we'll pay to get all the permits right like it's like here's more money right like i think that's just like how that works and so they saw like this hole where there used to be a local race on this weekend. And now they're like, well, if that's not happening, we're going to put a race on that weekend. Where you can get stones. Right, right. UTMB stones. <laughs> which is which is a fairly new thing, right? The stones. Well, they always, uh, yeah, but like, I think calling them stones is new. I don't know. Okay. It does well, make what it is, seem okay, more I don't exciting. Know what it's a lottery stones. ticket. It's just a lottery into the okay. UTMB lottery, but they have to call them stones because I don't know. To make it sound okay. special. 
more enticing. Um, so you said a lot that, of, I was I guess, like, okay, where's Jocelyn going here? Right, okay, right, stones, right. The okay. stones. Um, okay. <laughs> so there's pro, like a lot of the pro ultra runners are like, let's not let them do this. We're boycotting this race. Spread the word. We're boycotting. And it's very like, oh, bless your heart. <laughs> bless Good luck with that. There's like a mix of like, at least one race director has ended their, so you have to have like UTMB, I don't know what the word is, like certification to be a qualifying race to get your, right? And so like local race, kind of like, you remember when it used to be local race directors had to be like certified to have Kona slots, like kind of like that. So at least like a couple race directors have been like, I'm ending my UTMB certification because like they're too commercial, they're ruining their sport. like and this is so this was kind of like I think I think this was just like the straw right like this just like because the trail running community was already like freaking out about and I've had this said directly about it becoming too triathlon (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) what does that mean (laughs) that like you know it's just gonna be like too about the money and the expensive gear I think they mean too much like Iron Man like like, not the whole sport No, they mostly don't like triathletes either. I one time told oh. tra- like trail runners somebody because I used to obviously work with them. Th- I said that trail running was just like the new triathlon. Oh my god, it was like I had like offended her child. Like, wow, do we have that bad of a reputation? <laughs> so yeah. I-, I had somebody at a swim event say they couldn't believe that I was a triathlete because like, I'm bad. I'm I'm super if you see me as even at a triathlon I'm like super low-key I just want to like mm. hang out and oh it's and I was at not, a swim event and they were you're not a dick and you're not uh, that's what they meant. yeah they I'm were, not they were like over people or knocking over people on the bike I thought they were doing because I've had this where they go you do triathlons and you're like what like I'm capable <laughs> like yeah yeah I've gotten that too but for other reasons yeah. so yeah um or I always get I thought you were bigger people meet me I get that too oh I get the I thought you were a lot shorter because I'm Asian (laughs) it doesn't get huge I didn't realize how tall you were I saw you a picture of you with two other women and I was like wow she's really tall (laughs) this is this is is right up there with Dennis level conversation <laughs> yeah, the, well, before the podcast, we're jock- joking about talking about the weather extensively. Oh like, we just God. went to weather territory, didn't we? You're killing me. Yep. We can't talk about the weather. I think right. it's interesting, personally. <laughs> oh my God. All right, we're going to bring it back. Bring it back. Bringing it back. <laughs> so, the reason, though, that John, to Justin's point, the reason this is really funny is because obviously you all remember, like, kind of when this was happening in triathlon, like, the local races were, you know what I'm saying? Com- like, were being killed off. So, the trail mm. runners. Do you think the trail runners will be able to save the spirit of their sport, as they keep saying? Um, but don't you want to do UTMV, Kelly? <laughs> yeah, I want to do UTMV. It looks awesome. It's like 3,000 people or 2,500 people running around a mountain. I just think that's like crazy and yeah. insane. And I want to do Okay, that. so I feel like the analogy with Ironman is that they were always saying, they were always saying there's always going to be people that want the Iron Man experience that are always going to do the Iron Man branded events for like the prestige. So within trail running, are there always going to be like new trail runners that are going like just for the UTMB or do, does everyone have like the heart and soul of the like old school trail runner where they will boycott these events? 
I'll say I don't even think a lot of people like you guys didn't know about this. And then like my friend who I am pacing this weekend in a local hundred miler, we were running this past weekend and she was like, oh, talking about her schedule next year. And she's like, oh yeah, UTMB just announced this new race in Whistler. And she was like talking about whether or not she like, you know what I mean? Like she was just like, oh, isn't that exciting? Had no idea. So I think there's probably a lot of people who are like, oh, it's on the calendar. I'll do it. Yeah. Maybe it's because like I dipped my toes in like ultra stuff and trail stuff for a, for a few years. And so, so I see like the protests and that kind of stuff. They take it very, I don't know. There's also like a trail hotspot around here. And yeah, they, they take like the whole like soul of the sport shit, like very intensely. Okay. I, I'm going to be a little devil's advocate here. Okay. One of I've watched very few, uh, you know, ultra trail races, but I watched a trail race probably a month ago and half the field got lost because the trails were not well marked and it was terrible coverage. I mean, coverage is not going to change probably with UTMB stuff, but like I would be so upset. We're talking about people who were leading the race basically who were off trail, um, no idea where they're going. I feel like, okay, upside of having big corporations like mm-hmm, Ironman involved yeah. is you're going to have standardization. Things are going to go up a level where it's it's better run. Yeah. So I feel like, hey, maybe there's a potential that it's actually going to improve events because you're going to go on the right trail. <laughs> Is orienteering part of the whole? <laughs> uh, not not out of bed. Not <laughs> out of bed. It wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I, I mean, I agree to amount, right? Like, I don't think you, I like, obviously there's a place for the like $5, hundred person races, like figure it out yourself, but like, that can't be everything. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And like, if people want to make money in the sport, that like pros, like that can't, there has to be. Right. Yeah. Well, the, I was watching the pro field and most of the top 10 at some point was off the course. Afterwards, one of my friends who did the race, he was looking at everybody's Strava files. And he's like, we all went on different trails. Nice. So, I mean, that's just so outrageous to me that yeah, yeah. you can't help but think that maybe some standardization will will improve things a little yeah, they bit. Didn't, they didn't even all run the same distance. So how, no. How is that legit? Do they get DQ'd? No, um, that's not in the spirit. See, Sarah, that's not DQing is not in the spirit of trail running. Yeah, no. And I guess I guess there are some events where as long as you go like up and over the mountain, it doesn't matter how you get. You know, we have some of those here. We yeah, have a bunch big. of those here. Yeah. Yeah. This was not one of those. There was mm-hmm. an actual course on this one. Wow. Okay. So I so my friend, right, who's like my weekend running buddy is doing her first hundred miler this weekend. I want in like one of these like local like it's a big local race, right? Like a few hundred people. You know what I mean? You know, like the big local races, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have somehow gotten myself roped, signed up for the like midnight to finish 5 a.m. pacing her. And Sarah, today, to your point, she sent me a GPX file and I was like, why do I need this? Won't there be course markings? <laughs> like she's like, so you know where we're going. And I was like, you think I'm going to fucking orienteer at 3 a.m. in the rain? Like... I yeah no I'm not I don't even know what to do. The one thing you wanted was to not have to run at night. What I the hell? What the, the hell? It was like the other pacers, bail, like whatever people. It's that time of year, right? Like everyone, things come up, people get sick, like and so people bailed, and so obviously I'm not gonna like bail, and so yeah, so now I am 
and it's supposed to be like 40 because it's been like 30 high 30s here and it's supposed to be start raining i don't even know how i don't even know i, I like uh, I need, make I need, sure like, you have advice. emergency space blanket ponchos for all the walking you're gonna be doing that's the other thing is like at that point you're not gonna be warm right like um, i mean you're not gonna be running enough at that point to like stay warm right like Make sure, so. like, before your shift that she gets a change of clothes into something dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if she's sweaty, she's going to get colder. And then she's going to turn into a zombie even faster. This is my concern, is that we'll be out there lost in the trails, in the rain, um, Do you what have those little, sound like those, what, what those hot that? hand things that go oh, in yeah. your gloves? Make sure you get those. Oh, those little squeeze things. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The things. Yeah. Hot hands. The hot hands. Make sure you have hot hands. Uh, headlamp. Nice. That's all advice. <laughs> my headlamp I have is so bright it like dies after four hours. So I might have to. Maybe I'll bring batteries. Batteries. Yeah. I batteries. have nothing to add other than. <laughs> Maybe you can get a cold between down there. <laughs> right. I can get oh. sick tomorrow and be like, oh no. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's gonna be something, guys. This is why when people talk about the spirit of trail running, you're like, really? I don't know. I think I think it's gonna be more fun than you think it is. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be an something. adventure. No, it's and- not, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whether or not it's fun, we'll remember it. Right. 10 what years from now 20 core years me- this was the the 26 year olds that worked for us at conus core memories we're making core memories right now guys there exactly. you go core memories yeah. core memories <laughs> right <laughs> and you know what she owes you one that's true Big so time. next year Ooh. when i'm like hey i would like to get my utmb stones check who signed up <laughs> like you might need that backpack that your friend had the backpack with the beer yeah. oh yeah that's a good point <laughs> can we get into who's back no that's for another <laughs> podcast you guys i don't see you're referencing things that were off air that we can't talk about <laughs> because we're not a gossip podcast because we don't want to get sued for libel <laughs> all right do we have a random question this week that is appropriate that's the question yeah okay so i've been feeling a little grumpy and what? I was wondering what everybody's like, if you have a five minute mood booster, like you listen to a song or you dance to a song or like something that just without fail makes you feel a little better. What is it? Everyone's just like staring. Like, like. Coffee. Coffee. Yeah, okay. Warm, very not hot, 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 but just before the super hot coffee. Mm. Caffeine mm. makes me happy. Okay. But also, I, like, the process, something warm, a warm beverage in general is very soothing. Okay. Uh, I really do candy. I do the candy, like, right before. You know when you're, like, doing the, like, trying to pump yourself up in the car to, like, get out of the car? Yeah. What kind of candy? Kit Kats, M&M's, Reese's. Oh. I saw a, rate, a definitive ranking of candy the other day. Just because. And uh, Reese's were ranked number one. So. The Reese's Pieces or the cups? No. Or no. the pumpkins. Pumpkins are good. The pumpkins. Well, they used to be Easter eggs, but now that you can just get them on any fucking holiday. So. Oh my gosh. But we could rank these. <laughs> we could rank these because the Christmas trees are stupid. They are. 
And then the pumpkins are like better than Christmas trees, but the eggs are the really Easter awesome. eggs are the best. Don't I they agree. all taste the same? No, Sarah, don't be dumb. The shape <laughs> makes it taste different, Sarah. The How shape makes it taste different because okay. of your ratio to chocolate, cho- uh, peanut butter. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I'm just an engineer. I don't know anything much about food, but I'm thinking uh... there's got to be a calculus formula, <laughs> differential equations, where you can calculate the ratio of the chocolate on the outside versus the peanut butter yeah. on the inside. Okay. I'll, uh-huh. I'll let our engineer tackle this problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jocelyn, what's yours? Um, it's such a mom answer, but like now that my daughter is like, has a sense of humor and she's talking more, like if she's not around, then I'll, I have cute videos of her and she, her favorite new phrase is like, that's be funny. And she'll just oh, start cute. cackling. But yeah, her... <laughs> Earlier this week, she she thought she should be Ursula for Halloween. And then she just started laughing at her own little inside joke. And I'm like, what's why? Why do you want to be Ursula? And she just laughs and goes, because that's be funny. <laughs> she, that's that's pretty adorable. Yeah. Like when she said, let's do this. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Had to rewind. I said, did she say that? <laughs> uh, yeah. She'll randomly say the funniest things. And you're like, where did you learn this? Is it from Bluey? <laughs> yes, probably from Bluey. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, listeners, thanks for hanging in with a very random podcast. Um, we appreciate you. Linda, who stopped me at the grocery store to tell me that she listened to the podcast. Thank you, Linda, for listening. Aww. Love you all. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Hopefully we'll have more trap on content for you next week instead of very interesting Bits and bobs here. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop. My town, my crown. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. Iron Women is excited to announce a new partnership with Bicycle, the largest global marketplace for pre-owned bikes. With more than 20,000 pre-owned and refurbished road, gravel, mountain, and triathlon bikes available, Bicycle connects buyers and sellers on a global scale and makes the process of buying and selling bikes safe, easy, and convenient for riders. We all know there are plenty of marketplaces and classified sites out there, but what sets Bicycle apart is their guaranteed buyer protection, secure payments, simple shipping, and first-class customer service. Additionally, when you sell a bike, Bicycle provides a bike box directly to your door and coordinates pickup at a time that works best for your schedule. That kind of service has me swayed, and I'm cleaning up one of my old race bikes to sell on Bicycle right now. For a limited time, you can save up to $100 on your purchase at Bicycle by entering the code FEISTYTRY, all caps and one word, at checkout. That's code FEISTYTRY at Bicycle.com. B-U-Y-C-Y-C-L-E dot com. So Jocelyn, I know, you know, we're getting older and aging and you've been using a Minocos heel as part of your like 
post-workout recovery, right? Yeah. It seems like after I became a mom and then turned 40, my recovering abilities really tanked. So as you remember, I then tore my meniscus, had to get surgery in my knee, and now I've had this lingering ligament injury in my foot. So I've been adding a scoop of the chocolate flavored heel to like either a glass of chocolate milk or a recovery smoothie. And I love that it helps accelerate muscle repair and reduce inflammation so I can keep training and racing hard in my 40s. Yeah. And so you use the AminoCo Heal chocolate. How do you like it? How does it taste? It tastes pretty good. I mix it up with a bunch of stuff. So it's like, tastes like a chocolate shake. And all AminoCo products are 100% science backed. It's, you know, Feisty's go-to essential amino acids. And you can get 30% off with the code writing, as in if we were writing, at aminoco.com slash writing. You'll also get a free gift for new purchasers. That's aminoco, A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com slash writing and use the code writing at checkout for 30% off and a free gift. 